I just really love this music, and that's why I want to show it to you. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Music Crush Monday podcast. This is the podcast where two friends review and discuss bands that one of them personally loves. Each week we play a band, we don't say who it is, and it's always a mystery until Steve or Kevin reveals the band. This week Steve is revealing the band. How are you, sir? I'm great. I love that you're talking about yourself in the third person. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I... I didn't want to introduce myself, you know, like, my name is Kevin. So I just said, Kevin, just mess people up. Uh, you're you're messing me up, so I know. good job. Hey, success. Applause. <laughs> Applause. Let's hear it. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> there, there it is. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a, quite the audience today. Did Rick come by yet or no? Not yet. Oh, okay. He's late sometimes. Yeah. He, he's perpetually late. Yeah. Habitually well, late. When you're, when you're always jet flying and limo riding, it's sometimes that takes some time. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. So what's new, Steve? Anything good? Any, any good music for us? I'm hoping. I'm hoping that there's some good music for you. Today, I don't even know what I'm doing. Awesome. It's a mystery for me. So you, don't, you. you don't even have a band picked? At this point? No, I don't. Is that kind of exciting? It's kind of fun, actually. It's kind of because fun. Because I'm not, I'm not stressed out at all right now. <laughs> I'm not stressed either. No, but I would be panicked right now if I were in your shoes. So we're going to kind of go back, and we're going to do the Kevin Generator pick, but I'm going to give Whoa. you three choices, and then we're just going to okay. do one of them. This is fun. I think it's a good idea. My numbers that I'm going to give you, okay. 47, 37, 67. Okay. 47, 37, 67. Those are the numbers. All right. I'm going to go with 37. Okay. (laughs) Just because next March, I will be turning 37 years old. You always have a reason. Well, you have to. Because if you were to to came back to me and said, why'd you pick 37? Now you know why. I mean, (laughs) sure. I mean, you didn't have to give me a reason. I gave you (laughs) three choices. (laughs) But... Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I have, I have. Uh, yeah, well, we have a song coming up for you. Awesome. And then I think maybe for the second song, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't okay. know what's gonna happen. All right, this is awesome. Flying by the seat of our pants. Right. All right. So mm. here is the first song. Man, we're going into it right now. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
Kevin? Yes, sir. What did you think? Oh, man. It was great. It I was liked great. it a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm waiting for Rick. That's all I'm waiting for. Woo! Yeah, he made it. Rick's always here. He's right on time. <laughs> Just when yes. you need him. I will say I'm 99% sure who that is. Okay, hold on. But Hold on. Oh. oh. Hold, hold on there. Whoa. Did you know before? Yes. Okay. You know what I'm asking you, right? I knew, yes. I knew when the vocals started. For the most part. That's why I'm 99% sure, because there's that 1% chance. So for those of you who are trying to figure out what we're talking about right now, basically (laughs) we do a Spotify thing where we share Spotify and I have to stop the recording or switch the recording to something else. Otherwise, he can hear the next song and then... Uh, potentially see the name of the the band and the song. So I am confident that he heard the second song after this song and could very easily figure out what band it was. So he's saying he knew who it was with this song. I knew who it was. Yes. Um, the only reason I have the doubt is because I know that guy has some solo stuff and I've never heard that solo stuff. So. Okay. That's the only reason I'm like, uh, what if it's that? But I'm pretty confident in my my uh, guest this week. And I was going to comment that I am not particularly familiar with that song. So cool. Yeah. Okay. So I will 
reveal the band because Kevin Woo! already knows who it is, which is uh, a feat in and of itself. Yes. So the song that you just heard was called Take Lots with Alcohol. The album is called From Here to Infirmary. And the band is, that's where you can say it. Uh, oh, the band is Alkaline Trio. Yeah. Glorious, no yes. <laughs> it's a celebration. <laughs> All right. Yes, you I got, got the it. band. Yes. <laughs> you you the podcast is done. We're this is our last episode ever. No, I mean we're done right now. There's no more. Oh. That's I want to thank you guys for joining us uh for our journey through this podcast. <laughs> Thanks uh to our Patreons. And <laughs> so Steve, yeah, you've no, been a great oh I'm cutting you off. We're 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 gonna Damn. continue this. Sometimes, Kevin, you will <laughs> guess who the artist is, and sometimes you will be correct. Yeah, and this is one of those days. This and is one of them. I actually planned that you would know who this band was. However, I did play a song that I figured you wouldn't guess. Alkaline Trio. Yes. Um, like I mentioned, I wasn't familiar familiar with the song. I'm trying to remember like which albums that I know well enough, but his voice is very distinct. So um, I knew like within two seconds of him singing, I was like, oh, snap. Like, So for those of you who don't know, Alkaline Trio is a trio. They are from the city of Chicago. You got that one too, Kevin. Um, they have several albums out. Um, I mean, they've been putting stuff out since the late nineties and they continue to put albums out as late as last year. I believe they put out, is this thing cursed in 2018? So they, they have so many albums out and it's hard to pick from their collection because, um, a lot of the songs are just really freaking good. And they started out on a small record label called Asian Man Records, and then they moved up. You know, they went over to Vacant Records, and then they went up to a major label, and then they went to Epitaph. Um, so they've been all over the place, and so they are a trio. And one of the things that makes them a little bit unique with this and how I was planning, not planning, but how I was trying to uh, get you to not guess Alkaline Trio is that they are a band that has two lead singers mm-hmm. and I picked the lesser, I guess he's not really lesser known, but when people think of alkaline trio, I'm sure they think more of Matt Skiba, right? Who is now the guitarist for blink One Eighty Two, Um, and he is generally, I would say early on was the main, uh, vocalist, and lyricist and the second vocalist Dan Andriano uh which was the lead singer on this song um well he isn't in he doesn't lead as many songs as Matt Skiba does I would say early on but Dan Andriano does I will say like starting from here to infirmary and then even on to good morning he has probably 50% of the songs that he's singing lead on gotcha and I think that it continues throughout all of their albums moving forward from from here to to infirmary um, where they're kind of trading off singing lead vocals on songs and 
bringing their own songs to to the albums. Yeah. And if I was going to be honest about that, I would actually pick Dan over Matt vocally. But I don't know if it's just because he does have like a he does have a distinct voice like and it's and it's interesting i mean both of them kind of have a very distinct voice sure at least yeah, i for think sure. yeah matt matt's vo- vocals are a lot more gruff and I, I don't know they just sound they just sound gruff where dan's vocals sound buttery and like he has like some cool things that he does with all of his melodies and it's just like oh that's dan andriano yeah and he has like that that squeak that he does, you know, yeah. like the, the crack in his voice. Like that's how I knew like right, right away that it was Dan, but like, yeah, I just find it interesting. And I guess to backtrack a little bit, my alkaline trio, um, discography for myself, like isn't super deep. I mean, you, you've probably been a fan a lot longer than me, but, um, I have my like few albums here that I clung on to and haven't really veered outside of that for no reason. But like his songs have always kind of stuck out to me a little bit more than the, songs led by matt can i tell you what that thrills me beyond belief <laughs> and i'm not that i don't sound excited but i really am uh, <laughs> i far far in a way like dan andriano is my favorite part of alkaline trio i absolutely love dan's voice i love the songs that he writes anytime that there is a dan song that pops up i am at attention and listening i don't feel like i don't know i feel like matt's songs are i don't know not that they're aggressive but they're like i don't know they have like a darker feel to them which i get that was kind of their thing they have like a dark you know coffins and black makeup and kind of feel to to them but right. Dan Andriano always just felt like he was just writing good songs and um I've just always was drawn to Dan Andriano and like you said he has some uh solo albums out and he had a band before this that I was super into and I've thought about I thought actually thought about tricking you even more and playing them before I even did Alkaline Trio yeah. to see if you would say Alkaline Trio um, because that was my 1% where I was like, cause I know that like you, you're into solo stuff, but I've never heard it. So I don't know if it's like similar to alkaline or if it's totally different. So I that's mean, why I was like, I mean, ah, it's, I'm, it's I'm thinking it's alkaline, but it could be his solo stuff. Yeah. And, and like the, his first band came out just before, um, alkaline trio. And that was in like 1997 and that band was called Tuesday. And I really liked their album freewheeling and they were just a really cool band. And I didn't even realize um, when I first listened to Alkaline Trio, which not I shouldn't say it when I first. I had listened to Alkaline Trio before, and I just assumed that Matt Skiba was the lead vocalist all the time. Um, I didn't realize that there were two vocalists, honestly. Like, yeah, I, there were several times where I was just like, oh, he's just singing different on this song. And then I saw them live like the second time, I guess you could say. Um, and I was like, Oh, there's another guy. And he's the guy that I like more. Like the songs that I've always liked more is this other guy, which makes so much more sense. Um, so I saw them, uh, I've seen them several times. The first time that I saw them was on that first tour where I saw thrice for the first time. And, um, I had at that point completely written off alkaline trio for the most part. Um, I did happen to purchase from here to infirmary at that show, but, uh, thrice played, we watched hot water music and cave in and stuff like that. And then, 
um, Alkaline Trio came on and I just wasn't feeling it. And we were just like, eh, it's, it's, it's been a long night. There's yeah. been like seven other bands that played and we were just like, okay, let's, and we had like a two and a half hour drive to go home or something like that. I was like, let's just go. I don't, I don't need to see Alkaline That's Trio. A long drive. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I and mean, we were like 17, 18 or whatever. So I only saw a little bit of them and I bought, you know, uh, from here to infirmary, I bought like a patch like a cloth patch that was uh, screen printed with Alkaline Trio and maybe like a button or something. And yeah. <laughs> several months later, I ended up just selling all of it on eBay for, I don't even know, like <laughs> 15 bucks or something. I was like, I don't want this. I'm not even going to listen to it. Right. And then, and then later on, um, when they came out with uh, Good Morning, which was the album after From Here to Infirmary came out, um, I clung to that album so quickly. So that was two years after. Um, so 2001 from here to infirmary came out and then 2003, uh, their album good morning came out. And I think that this is the album that you, uh, cling to much more than any of their others as well. Right. Um, yes, I am a big fan of the album. The, the one that I got into first was actually their following album called crimson. Okay. That was the that was the first one I really heard. So that's the one I listened to the most, probably. So Crimson is the one that you've heard the most. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I I liked Crimson. There was something special to me about Good Morning that I I don't I can't pinpoint it, but there's something where all of the elements that they had put forward prior to that just kind of like gelled into this album and it felt right. And at that yeah. time in period, it just felt right. Crimson came out and I was not a hundred percent on board. Um, I did like it and I'm like looking at the track listing right now and I'm like, yeah, Oh yeah. Th th I like this, the song and this song. Yeah. Um, there's some really good things on there. And then uh, when they jumped to the major label and they came out with agony and irony, um, yeah. there were some good songs on it there was an, i had an issue with the production the way it sounded okay not that it sounded like polished or anything but matt's voice sounded even more grating than it ever had mm -hmm. and i don't know what the deal was i don't know if anybody else ever had had an issue with it but i was just like it sounded distorted in my brain and it sounded just grating and hmm. I couldn't, I, I like, there are some really good songs on that album too. Yeah. And I just had a hard time listening to it in general. So I believe they only really released that album on uh, a major label. And then they jumped over to um, epitaph for this addiction. And this addiction was also a really good album uh, as well. And like I said, they've, they've had several, albums since since then yeah but yeah so for me uh good morning good morning is the one that like stuck for me so i sold from here to infirmary and i was like i'm done with alkaline trio i don't even need to listen to them i think my brothers kind of had a, a little bit of a uh, a push uh for me to not listen to them too that sometimes they would get they'd be like oh why are you listen that bad band or whatever and i'm like eh, right okay i don't really care so whatever, I can drop them. <laughs> so I did. But then uh, Good Morning came out, and then that got, got me going back to From here to, here to Infirmary, and I'm like, there's so many good songs on this this album. Like Private Eye, 
Mr. Chainsaw, Stupid Kid was the lead single off of it. Um, Another Innocent Girl, Armageddon. There's some really good songs off of From Here to Infirmary, and I just love it. And that's not even like their first album or anything. That's like their third album. So, and I had heard some of their stuff before that, so maybe I'll catch fire and goddamn it. Both those albums were good. Uh, They're definitely a little bit more raw and a little bit more map-focused than Dan, Yeah, at least my from what I can remember in, uh, in listening to those albums. Um, but like I said, uh, good morning came out and then, uh, Dan's songs just sh- like, were just a bright spot in those albums. But then even the Matt songs, I was like excited to hear. And so I saw them live, um, for, I guess the second time. And that was at that point when good morning had literally just came out. It maybe had been out for like a week or two. And I went to Buffalo with my friend, uh, Eric Bussey and we went and we saw alkaline trio and I was sold at that point on alkaline trio. I thought that they were just a great band. That's awesome. So I think like for me, it was those three albums in, in a chunk. So Good Morning, Crimson, Agony, and Irony. Uh-huh. And then I kind of like dipped out. And I and not real. I, I don't know why. I, I'm looking at this addiction and I'm looking at their discography. My Shame is True, which I don't know if I've even heard. Um, right. What, is this thing cursed? I remember listening to it when it came out. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever went back to it. Not that I was against it. Yeah. I, I wasn't like a huge. I wasn't. I, not. Not. I wasn't a huge fan of their latest album. There was some good stuff on there, but at the same time I was like, eh, they've done better. Right. Yeah, and I and I know there's some songs here and there that I like that I don't know what albums they're on. Just because right. of like playlists or something that get made or but for sure it was Crimson that, that hooked me. And then I will say for uh I think I may have said this story before, but I'll say it again. So there is a song on Good Morning that I've heard more than any other song called Blue in the Face. It's the last song on the album. Sure. And I, so back when uh, Sarah and I first started talking or whatever, before we were officially dating, we would always chat through AOL Instant Messenger. And whenever she was away from the computer, she always had like an away message, but it was like a song lyric or something. Or if she was eating food, she would change it to yum, was it yum yum in my tum tum or something like funny. Um, but there was one that one lyric that said, and I don't dream since I quit sleeping, and I haven't slept since I met you. So I'm like, oh, what's that? So she told me the song. It's called Blue in the Face. And I don't know, I don't know how many times. It's like one of those things that like you, you know, when you first meet and whatever like reminds you of that person. I listen to that song on repeat, I think. Sure. So many, so many times. So I definitely know that song, like the back of my hands, and I don't know the rest of the album that much. I know I'm looking at the I'm looking at the track list. I mean, this could be love is a fantastic song. Every thug needs a lady is a great song. Fatally yours I really like as well. Blue Carolina like that's all kind of later in the album, yeah. which I didn't realize. But um, those are all like some songs that really stick out to me. But like the first time I was actually shown uh, Alkaline Trio was Sarah showed me Crimson and the opening track on that Time to Waste. Yeah, yeah, the opening track on that Time to Waste was like I was like oh I never really heard alkaline trio so it was kind of cool like hearing that song but i will say burn on that album i believe is a dan song 
I love yeah. that song so much. Like, <laughs> I seriously yeah. just, I think it's a great song. There's a good feel to it and there's a good rhythm and it's just, it's a really good song. Dan songs are the best songs. Yeah. Just saying. But yeah. So that was, that was my introduction to them. I've never seen them live, unfortunately. It's also kind of fun. And I know I always kind of poke at like me loving Chicago bands just for, you know, the pride of being from the Chicago area. But that's even better with Matt Skiba being from McHenry, Illinois, which is even closer to right. me. <laughs> only like 20. My sister-in-law lives in McHenry. So it's like, when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, oh, it's really cool. Like he's, I don't know if he really visits or anything, but still, it's just kind of neat to think that he's, to, to everywhere else in the country, he's from Chicago. But like knowing locally he's from McHenry, it's, it's really neat. <laughs> I don't nice. know if the rest of the band's not from McHenry, right? I don't think, but... I, I don't know about McHenry. McHenry, but I think Chicago area for sure. Yeah. So I was going to ask you this real quick. Maybe you'll know mm-hmm. the answer. So with the songs that like Matt leads or Dan leads, do you know if they're the ones writing that song or if they just kind of like, do you know their songwriting techniques where it's like, oh, I'll take this one or it's like, hey, here's here's this song. I don't know their writing techniques. I do believe that like Dan's songs are probably heavily Dan written. Yeah. Um, they, they could, I don't know if they collaborate when it comes to those songs or not. Uh, lyrically, uh, I feel like there's just a, like when you hear those songs and you hear, uh, the lyrics, you kind of like, okay, well this is a Dan song and this is a Matt song. They both kind of have their own style when it comes to the songs lyrically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, got into the studio and then, you know, they had to rework things or something and, you know, Dan helped Matt and Matt helped Dan kind of thing. Sure. Um, but I don't, I, as for my, the way I've always thought about it is that Dan songs are Dan songs and Matt yeah. songs are Matt songs. That's kind of what I pictured too, but I didn't know if maybe you had read something somewhere, but no, yeah, I mean, I, cause they are kind of different too. I mean, most of the time they're, they're just a different sound. Yeah. They hundred percent. They are, they're, they're just different styles and that's what I like about the band because like you don't necessarily get one thing like straight through. And I think that that's one of the things that I really liked about, you know, good morning and from here to infirmary and then crimson as well, because it wasn't just like, okay, here's Dan or here's Matt Skiba and he's singing all of the songs and they all sound like this. And thematically they sound uh, like this and it's like, but then you throw in Dan Andriano and then it's like, oh, well, it fits like right. thematically, <laughs> but it's like a different perspective and has different, uh, just a feel, just a different feeling in general. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'd like to see, I wish I could see them live. I know that they, they did something at the Metro with just this last year, I think. Yeah. Where it was like, they did three shows, three nights in a row and they sold out like, I'm not even kidding, within minutes. Yeah, like all it's, of them it's did, crazy so. when they play in Chicago at the Metro and stuff like that. Like they they just sell out really quick. Um, the last time I saw them, it was at Riot Fest, so that wasn't selling out. <laughs> selling out, right? But yeah, I've seen them. Fortunately, I've gotten to see them a, a, a lot throughout the years um, at different venues and things like that. I think I even saw them at the Metro one time, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. But yeah, no, they're they're really cool, man. I I dig them. I don't have a second song picked, so... Oh, boy. I was going to actually ask you what song of a good morning you'd want to hear, but now hearing that Crimson is your album, I'm kind of like, well, what song do you want to hear off of Crimson? 
Hmm. What if I throw in another wrench at you? What's that? One of the one of the songs that I really like by this band uh-huh. is on Maybe I'll Catch Fire, which is their second album. Okay. Is it Radio? Yep. I love that song. <laughs> okay, we can do that. We can go back in time. We'll, we can we'll debate go, it. I mean, no, I I would I would prefer doing a Matt song, and that's a Matt song. Yeah. Um. So I would prefer doing something like that. I was going to say let's do something off a of Good Morning, but I'm good with doing radio. I know that's a that's one of their bigger songs. Yeah, I think it is. It's it's got 10 million uh, plays on Spotify. Oh boy. And that and that's underneath Mercy Me off of Crimson, which has fourteen million. That's what so. I was gonna pick off of Crimson. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. Oh, I think Is that it? was their lead single off of Crimson. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Or Deathbed. I like that song too. Yeah, I like Deathbed. That's a good song yeah. too. But I'm good if you want to hear hear radio, let's do radio. I should pick Blue in the Face, really. I mean we can. It's it's yeah. a slow song. Should I have Sarah pick for us? It's up uh, it, what it's your choice, man. Oh man! It's, it, you get this choice. I'm letting you do it. I've actually the entire time that I've ever thought about doing Alkaline Trio, I always considered that the second pick would be your choice. So no way. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. That's nice. Okay, I will do this in honor of my lovely wife, since she's the one that introduced this band to me, and it's one of her personal favorite bands. I will pick Blue in the Face. All right, we'll do Blue in the Face. Yeah. So it is. It's just an acoustic, really, but. Yeah, I love it, it. it really is. Great it's song. just Matt and acoustic guitar. So yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. It's about time That I came clean with you No longer fine I'm no longer running smooth I thought that I Found myself under something new Just one more line I repeat over and over again Till I'm blue in the face with a choke and regret As I talk in circles round you on my bed Can't say I blamed you one bit When you kept it all inside When you left that night It's about time That you got sick of me No longer fun And so far from interesting I thought that I Found me a cure for feeling old Just one more line To keep me sleeping loudly and cold In disgrace with a shameful regret As I talk in tongues to myself in my bed Can't say I blame you one bit When you kept it all inside When you left that night And all that followed fell Like mercury to hell Somehow we lost our heads for the last time And all that followed fell 
like mercury to hell Somehow we lost our heads for the last time And I don't dream since I quit sleeping And I haven't slept since I met you Can't breathe without coughing in daytime Neither can I So what do you say? You're coughing a mine keep going it didn't though it didn't <laughs> oh so yeah as that song was playing i was like eh, if someone has never heard this band it's probably not a great choice but oh well it reminds me of being young steve <laughs> it's all good man like it's a good yeah. song like i always thought that that was a good closer to the album yeah um and i i just didn't like like i said the the album Good Morning from front to back for me was the album that sold it for me. And like I said, from front to back, there's not a song on this album that I don't think belongs. Sure. I think that everything fits together and having Blue in the Face close out the album when he like the, the way his guitar sounds so like uh, teeny and yeah. like metallic. And then like he hits that last note and it's just like, Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And, it, and when you were saying like his voice was kind of a little more rough, I guess I didn't, I mean that song for sure. Like maybe I just heard it so many times. I forgot like how rough it was at times, like gr- gritty, not like bad, but just gritty, you know? And you said yeah. Dan's like butter, which is yeah, very true. I mean, <laughs> It, it's clear on that song, like how gruff and gritty uh, Matt's vocals are. And one yeah. of the things that, like, I remember reading about years and years ago is just like how much that he he drank and how much he smoked. Oh yeah, and like that just kind of like affected his voice. So I think that that really comes through on on this album and other albums as well but like as as time goes on his voice just seems to be getting gruffer and gruffer yeah but he has a very distinct voice and and what you heard in blue in the face uh you can hear it and be like oh that's matt skiba no problem and it, it didn't it it may not sound have sounded like a full alkaline trio rock song, but that song could have just as well been a full alkaline trio rock song. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they could easily add drums and bass to that song. I mean, I, I had to pick that song just because that was probably the first song I really got me hooked into the band, but it got hooked in the band for other reasons than just the band. So, But it's, it's kind of funny as I was sitting there listening, I was like, oh man, I just... I remember just listening to a song in the dark, you know, in my room. And the lyrics aren't really like a relationship love, like touchy. It was just kind of like, oh, this reminds me of Sarah. So I want to listen to it. So it's another thing that kind of makes me laugh. Like it's, it's not like a romantic song or anything, but it's just, uh, it's, but it's, it's, it's up the, it's, it's par with Alkaline Trio lyrics for sure. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's as romantic as you're going to get with Alkaline Trio. Sure. I mean, you do have also on this album, Fatally Yours. So, and that's what I mean, like how they talk about 
he's got like a darker feel to his songs. So like fatal, fatally yours and like blue in the face and like the last um, line, he says your coffin or mine. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well you're really driving home this like vampire Halloween feel. Right. And that's, they've kind of always done that. So it's he, but I feel like Matt is the one that kind of drives those, uh, those darker lyrics or those kind of, not horror, but you know what I mean? Like those Halloween, sure. darker, goth uh, lyrics. Yeah, I was going to say gothic, but I didn't know if that was the right word either. But yeah, for sure. I definitely know what you mean by that. Yeah. So um, if you were to pick the song off of Good Morning, what, were you, what would you have chosen? Man, I don't know. It's hard because I would have probably wanted to pick another Dan song, honestly. Right. <laughs> because I love 100 Stories. I love Emma. Every Thug Needs a Lady is such a good song. Yeah. Um, I would probably do This Could Be Love. It's a great opening track. Yeah. I always really liked how the song, and I when I lived in New York, so this came out, I lived in New York, and then when I moved to uh, Wisconsin and I was listening to this album, some things started to click more on this song. Yep. Because they always, <laughs> because, well... He he has like uh, landmark yeah. things in the song, so one is Edgebrook Creek, another is Lake Michigan, yeah, and Berkeley Marina, and so it, it, like when he said Lake Michigan, I'm like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. getting this, yeah. So yeah, um, there's like, and 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 again, this song's like about. You know, I, I I get that Berkeley Marina is in California and Lake Michigan is probably a reference to Chicago. I don't know where Edgebrook Creek is. Um, oh, it's in Chicago. There you go. But and like uh, it, it's it's basically about like a serial killer kind of. It's it's yeah yeah. It's basically interesting about a serial killer, and I, I didn't think that I would like it as much as I do. But I always just enjoyed it, and every single time it comes on, I can sing along to it, and I just, I really get a kick out of it. Well, and Dan's in the song, so yes, and that that is that is another part of it is that Dan does have a, a pretty good. Not, he's not really like singing lead, but he's definitely you can hear him. You're like, oh, there's yeah, Dan. He, he's got his own little spot in the in the bridge part. Yes, but it's almost just a background thing. But it's like he, it's a solo spot where he's singing by himself but it's it's like a back background vocal almost sounds cool yeah and it's interesting like looking at the songwriter list for that it's all three of them it's so it's got dan andriano matt skiba and Derek grant as the songwriters cool so it's interesting yeah i i probably would have picked that song if i didn't pick pull in the face so i mean it's a pretty easy song to go to i'm sure it's a high a high one on the list of spotify songs let's just see it is not so great there are, it, there's only actually one uh, song off of Good Morning um, in the top 10. Gotcha. So, huh. And it's not This Could Be Love. But Radio is their first one? Like number one? Radio is number two. Ooh. What's Mercy number one? Me is number oh, okay. one. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, they yeah. do have a, a lot of good songs. It's actually making me want to go and listen to them again because like, I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, you should. I think I think it's a a good thing to do every now and then is go check them out. They are a band that's not fully active at this point. They haven't broken up. Um, obviously, Matt uh, Skiba is the lead guitarist and second vocalist, or whatever you want to call it, in Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of his main gig right now. And um, like when I saw them play Riot Fest. 
you know, I, Matt, I believe, lives in California. Dan lives in Florida. Um, they didn't have Derek playing drums uh, when I saw them. They had somebody else. So I don't know what Derek was doing. And um, so they're, they're kind of not, they're not like on hiatus, but they're not really a touring band. So yeah. when, you know, they play a show or three shows at the Metro a hometown show right. it's going to get sold out pretty immediately. Whereas back in the day, yeah, it still probably would have sold out, probably not sold out in like 10 minutes or something. Right. I know, I know way back uh, they would do like Halloween shows and those would sell out pretty quickly. Yeah. Always at the Metro too, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's kind of their home base venue Yeah. Um, to, to go to. And my friend Matt actually got to go to that one of those shows the the three nights that they had. Oh, nice. And he's like, he texted me from where he was standing. He was like, I'm pretty much at the back wall. And he was so close because that place is so tiny. I was going to say, it's not a huge venue. And so yeah. <laughs> you could be, I, I, my preference in the Metro is always standing with my back against the soundboard wall, which is in the center of the room. Yeah. Um, but you can definitely get kind of crunched in there just with how they pack everybody in there. Yeah. Uh, the shows at the Metro are always a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. I've only been there twice, but I like it. I like it a lot. I just like getting yeah, there. It's, it's another one of those Chicago venues. I'm like, sucks getting there, but. It's cool being it's, inside. It sucks getting there. You park at the McDonald's parking lot for what, like 15, 20 bucks or whatever. And right. then you walk over to the Metro. The Metro just feels like such a, a Chicago staple to me. Right. That sure. um, when you go there, it's like, oh, there's a lot of history in this building. Yeah. So, um, but so that's why I've always enjoyed going there. I will also touch base. There's, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember what it's called, but they have like an acoustic album called Damnesia. Yep. Have you yeah. ever heard that? Yeah, that's that's a lot of fun to listen to. Yeah, they basically went through their entire discography and came up with uh, acoustic versions of some of their songs. Yeah. And a lot of them, um, just a lot of songs throughout all of their albums. It's a good mix um, from old and new, for sure. Um, so yeah, so I'm glad that you, you know Alkaline Trio, and I'm glad that you're going to give them another chance. Not another chance, but give them a new listen, I guess. Yeah, and, just uh, another sweep through. Especially their lighter stuff, because I definitely, like I said, a couple of those albums I don't think I've even listened to. So Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're, they're, some of their later stuff's really good. I think My Shame is True is a really good album, and This Addiction I really enjoyed as well. Um, so definitely check those out. Yeah, for sure. It's probably one of those things that I was introduced to them kind of later, so like they have all this all this discography to go through, and maybe I just kind of got lost and stuck with what I listened near what I liked. And like like every every episode, I will make a Spotify playlist. So if you want to wait for that, you can wait for that, and you can hear kind of like what my favorite songs are. Yeah, that'd be from cool. Alkaline Trio, and then uh, kind of get a crash course throughout all of their albums because I do have a little bit from each album that I'm like, oh yeah, I really like this song. Like just like looking at God damn it, their first album, and I'm like, oh, clavicle, enjoy your day. Nice. So many good songs. I'm down. So every week we do the Spotify playlist, the links in the show notes. You can click it and get right over to that or follow us on Spotify. Uh, our profile page is there. Our podcast is there. We're available wherever you want. Yeah. We're easy to find. You just got to search it one time. Music Crash Monday. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at MCM Pod. And we say it each week, but we seriously would love to hear from you guys. Um, if you ever reach out to us for whatever reason, if you want us to check out music or if you want to comment on an episode or 
You know, like, we'll take this episode, for example. What song would you have played, you know, if you're an Alkaline fan out there? Um, let's talk about it. So, I, I mean, we're always up for it. So don't be shy. Reach out to us, Instagram and Twitter at MCMPod, or you can email us at musiccrushmonday at gmail.com. Uh, join us on Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash Monday podcast. We've got several levels for you to choose from. Some cool things going on right now uh, for Patreon's uh, patrons. Uh, we are releasing uh, mini episodes. We're going to be calling them something in the near future, and we'll call. We'll let you guys know what that's going to be called. But the only way at this point to get those shorter episodes, um, they, uh, they're going to be more individualized episodes. Uh, Kevin will do an episode. I'll do an episode kind of thing. Um, and there might be some surprises along the way. You never know. And uh, the only way you can get those episodes right now is to join us on Patreon. Uh, and you can join up at a very low cost and get those um, and by joining up, you give us your support financially um, and helps us to continue to release these the, these episodes uh, of this podcast. Yes, we're definitely um, looking forward to putting out some mini episodes. I think that's fun. Um, and it's a secret RSS feed, so only you'll get a copy of that. So it's it's kind of exciting. So if you're looking for some more content, you'll, you'll find it there, no problem. Um, we definitely appreciate all the support you give us. Don't forget to also give us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. That also helps us out. We we do need your help. You know, if we're we're trying to push the show out there so these bands can get more listens and uh, more people can get into them. So we could use your help in in many areas. So we definitely appreciate even just the listens, but anything extra would be fantastic. So thank you guys out there, Steve. I want to thank you for. Uh, bringing this band to the show and it was a lot of fun this week a lot of good conversation and a good band to talk about yeah a lot of twists and turns awesome well thanks again for joining us this week and steve we will see you next monday oh kevin stop stop listening stop listening stop Stop listening. I didn't hit play, or I didn't pause it yet, but did you switch a song? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did you switch to a fake song yet? No. Are you listening? Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you but. suck. The switch? <laughs> yeah. Great. All right. I'm gonna... <laughs> You're like, stop, stop. <laughs> I couldn't find my mouse, and I couldn't get it to stop. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm going to hit stop now, so I'm to hit stop. Right, Bye, Steven. Shink. Don't say my last name.